I'm Kerry Fink, and welcome to the Kingdom Living Podcast with Glenn Reppel. Welcome. You're joining literally uh, over a million uh, folks that uh, this podcast is now reaching uh, every 90 days or so, and we're just grateful that you're here. How are you today, Glenn? Oh, thankful and just very grateful to be able to be teaching again, and just it's so great to see that God's Word does not return void. They're hungry. They don't want religion. They want the word of God. They want the truth. Absolutely. And Glenn, we were talking about, this is going to be such an exciting broadcast because, um, you know, in your business, you're, you're a, 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 by, by, I guess, marketplace ministry, you're a, you're a financial expert. You've done all this over the years with your own uh, financial company, GA Repl and Associates. And you had adopted uh, a slogan called reach your purpose. And I remember as uh, we were moving beyond what you were, you have been doing since 2006 with the REPL Minute, that daily Monday through Friday, uh, biblical motivational piece that uh, literally thousands are getting in their uh, inbox every morning. It's just a great way, uh, a great biblical inspiration, motivation, reminder of all that God has for us in kingdom living. Uh, every day that people are finding on the repleminute.com. That's the website you want to jot down, the repleminute.com. But what we were talking about, Glenn, is that as we were establishing the Kingdom Living podcast so that people would have an opportunity to dig a little bit deeper, that really logically uh, the point of, of, of us actually undertaking that and you doing these teachings is to help people reach their purpose. And we we've talked about this because all this kind of stems from a book that uh, the Lord gave you called Fraud, What God Has to Say About the Tactics of the Enemy. And in it, you explore how quickly we accept the lies of the enemy, like, oh, this is all you could ever be. This is, you know, all you were meant for. Uh, you know, you're born, you live, and you die, and that's that's it, and everything is toil and trouble in between. <laughs> and so many of the kingdom living messages, Glenn, mm-hmm. remind us, because it, we've talked about this so many times, it's not really interpretation. It's just literally reading scripture and seeing what God has to say, which is the complete opposite. Because, you know, if you go back and look through on the REPL Minute, you'll find these. And by the way, there's also the YouTube channel, the REPL Minute, and the Facebook page, the REPL Minute. And these uh, teachings are available. And, you you know, while we're on podcast, and that's wonderful, lots of people are finding us on on iTunes and things like that. But one of the things we were talking about is how important it is to be able to look at the message, right? Because as Glenn's teaching, you also see the scripture up on the page right in front of you. And that way you're able to put it all together in your mind. And Glenn, we've been talking about some amazing topics. We've been talking about uh, things along the way, like heaven is open now. Uh, We've talked about things like your new citizenship. All these are things that speak to how God sees us, Glenn. Amen. And and this is exciting today because this, this is a scripture that, uh, and again, there's several scriptures today that I'm going, wow, I remember when I got this. And, and again, when we start getting them more and more and it moves from the head to really believing it, it just, it, it gets really, really exciting. And, and there's a couple of scriptures here that uh, I just pray that are going to impact people's lives. Because when you hear it and you see it and you go, oh, wow, I didn't know that. And what you said, Kara, is so true, is just getting rid of those lies and that belief pattern with God, uh, that disbelief about 
who we are uh, and how we're made. And uh, we, we, we see with our visual eyes rather than the supernatural eyes of the kingdom of God. And so, uh, as you said earlier, too, we've just bought into the idea of live, die, and go to heaven. Well, it's so much more than that. It's living now. And, and uh, we're going to see that proved out here in, in, today, in today's word. Hey, let's dive right in. I'm so excited about this. And again, if you're if you're new into these teachings, they're all available for you at thereppleminute.com. And I think one of the things that you'll find unusual if you go to thereppleminute.com is there's not a call for you to say, oh, donate or do this or do that. This is really, Glenn, you're, you're just serious as a uh, marketplace ministry about getting this word out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Amen. Amen. So, what, what, we're, what we're looking at today is really putting the fraud fire extinguisher on your purpose to find out what God's purpose is, God's calling. And this is so neat because we're going to see that there's some scriptures that, that we, we deal with his calling. That's going to be a big word here. His calling becomes uh, uh, our purpose in, in when we understand his calling becomes your purpose in there. So in this scripture is so key because this is a part of what, what the teaching is today is, and this is in Ephesians 1 verse 18. And we're going to just rip this apart a little here today because, because there's really uh, like five words that we're going to be looking at today. And one of them is light. We're going to be looking at revelation. We're going to be looking at the word wisdom, and we're going to be looking at power uh, and, and calling. Uh, these are five words, and, and we're going to get to these and just see how they're all tied together. And so this is Ephesians 1.18 in the Passion Translation. I pray, I pray that the light of God will illuminate the eyes of your imagination, flooding you with light until you experience the full revelation of the hope of his calling. Well, let me just go back because this just flows so well, and there's so much here that that this is this is like a full meal just just this one verse so this is paul praying and you can personalize this too but so paul is praying that that i glenn carrie everybody listening here uh that the light now what light is the light of god now we got to get some understanding of that what is the light of god i pray that the light of god will illuminate my spiritual eyes the eyes of, of my imagination flooding me. Now think it, just visualize a flood flooding you with the light. And we got to realize on the first day, God said, let there be light. And that light is different than the sunlight. Because <laughs> light came in and even on day three, we had vegetation, but we didn't have sun. So the light is life. That's a light of God. So, we, we, so, so uh, I pray that the light of God will illuminate the eyes of your imagination, flooding, flooding. Imagine flooding you with light. Now, this is neat. Here's the next phrase. Until, Carrie, Glenn, everybody listen, until you experience what? The full revelation of the hope of his calling. Let's make sure we get this. 
It's his calling. So I think of this like he's calling on the phone to us. Are we listening? So the full revelation of the hope of who's calling? His calling. God's calling. It's his life. Now, look, look at what this, this leads to until you experience. We experience the full revelation of the hope of his calling. Now he tells us what it is. That is the wealth. That is the wealth of God's glorious inheritances that he finds where? Where's God's inheritances? It's in carry you, me, and everybody listening, his holy ones, the saints. Now, let me speak that again, because this is so good. See, because we're walking in dis disbelief. We can't get this. This has got to be received through revelation. Let's go. So, so let me, that, that is the wealth of God's glorious inheritances that he finds where in us, his holy ones. So that is his calling on us. So let's, let's go into what we, we do each session and just, just, just go through again, the green line, red line, and the whole idea of the green line and, and carry uh, will lead you at the end here to where you can go get this specific teaching. But but the whole idea, the three greatest historical events, and again, we go through this in, in the book Fraud, is the three greatest historical events is, is one, uh, was, is creation, is creation. And he spoke it into existence. You'll see that he knew us. We'll look at some scriptures before we were even born or formed into our mother's womb. We've got to realize he knew us. Uh, you know, and, 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 and the unseen world is what created the seen world. The unseen world is greater than the seen world. That's the spiritual world. So God created the heavens and the earth. And, and, and in that, uh, he, 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 uh, he, he created Adam and Eve. And, and with that, he says, in the garden, they're, they're, you can eat abundantly from all the fruit of the tree. It's all there. And he says, but don't eat from the one tree there. Uh, if you eat of it, you'll surely die. It's the tree of good and the knowledge of good and evil. And so Eve and Adam, uh, they, they were disobedient. And they decided and that they're going to eat from that tree. And all of a sudden, the fall came in. And so that's the red line. Because our design life is to be eternal, eternal, and to never die. That was, that's both physically and spiritually. We need, we need to hear that because that, that's kind of hard to even get through uh, because we have eternal life that, and life. And we've talked about it in past teachings, Zoe life. And so we have creation, we have the fall, we're born into the fall. And that's the rebellion against God. And that's death. So when did sickness come in? It came in at the fall with the rebellion. And when, you know, I didn't have to get trained to be selfish. I didn't have to get trained with guilt and shame and pain and condemnation and inferiority complex, uh, the orphan spirit and rejection. I didn't, you know, those are behaviors that are, that we come into in this fallen world. But thanks be to God that he loved us so much that he recreated us through Jesus Christ. By his grace, we are saved. Not by anything that, Carrie, you or I or anybody here, that, that we do. Jesus 
he gave Jesus as an incarnate life, came here just like us in human form. We got to recognize that he's spirit, soul, and body just like us incarnate like we are when we're born again. So he came, he died, uh, and we've been recreated. He died, he defeated the enemy, he rose from the dead, and he ascended into heaven, and, and heaven is open now. It's heaven is open now. We don't have to die. We already died. We died with Christ. We rose with Christ. We ascended with him, and we're sitting at the right hand with Christ now in the heaven. So we're bilocational. We got some teaching on that now. Heaven is open. And so with that, as we're born again and we experience the love of Christ, the love of Christ, that we experience that love that God has for us, because it's not by anything that we've done, because that's what religion teaches us. We have to do this, 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 and this. Uh, no, it's when we experience the love of God, that transformed life, that forgiven life, then we can love and forgive as he's forgiven us. And that's the exciting thing. And we have now, uh, we're walking in that tree of life versus the, the tree of death. Uh, and, and we now know who we are in Christ versus I am not. And when, we, when we're eating from that tree of I am not, that there's the fear, the death, the shame, the guilt, the lack, and the condemnation, which, which comes from the kingdom of darkness. Because the enemy wants us to, to live as I am not versus I am a son of God, a child of God. And we know our identity of who we are. And, and we can, and we're filled with that, uh, the, 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 the fruit of the spirit that we've got. And we have the love of God, which we learn in 1 Corinthians 13 of, of patience, kindness, truthfulness, trust, you know, the, the love that God has, it just radiates. And we're going to talk about the light, the light that just radiates off of us. And, and uh, uh, so, so in this, in the kingdom of darkness, and I just love this, this here, where uh, this, this definition, darkness represents mankind's ignorance of the redeemed identity and innocence. The kingdom of darkness represents mankind's ignorance of the redeemed identity and innocence. It's not something we perform. It's not something we do. It's what Christ Jesus did, God's love, God the Father, God the Son, bringing the God, the Holy Spirit, to live inside of us now. Jesus had to leave so that the Holy Spirit could come, the three-in-one, the divine nature of God, lives inside of us now. The incarnate life lives inside of us now. Darkness represents mankind's ignorance of the redeemed identity and innocence. God loved us so much, he recreated us and redeemed us back to the state and to the new state that we have in Christ Jesus. That's exciting. That's why this is called good news. And so what we want to talk about here is reaching, as, as Carrie talked about, is reaching your purpose. And I just really love this. Now, this is the scripture that I really want to spend time in because this, I've been meditating on this. I want, I want to own this. I want to chew this. I, it just has become very meaningful to me. We know some of these scriptures. And, and again, as we've, as we've taught also, is that the idea is, is that 
uh, as we learn scriptures is that we can use all kinds of different translations to look at things. And I really suggest people look at different translations, but understand there's only one translator and that's the Holy Spirit. And so, and we're going to see this in the scriptures here. Let's look at this. And this is Ephesians 1 verses 17 through 20 in, 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 in the Passion Translation. Is that, and this is Paul now praying to the Ephesians. So he's praying to you and I. So, and again, I really encourage you as you read scripture, personalize the scripture. I pray that the Father of glory, the, the God of my Lord Jesus Christ, I prayed that the Father, my Father of glory, the God, the God of my Lord Jesus Christ would impart to me, to you, the riches of the spirit of wisdom and the spirit of revelation to know him through your deepening, deepening intimacy with him. Let me just go back and I want to speak that over you again too, is, is that this is so important. So this is Paul speaking. I pray that the father of glory, the glory of the glory of God, the Shekinah glory, his presence, power, and goodness, the father of, of uh, bringing his presence to live inside of us, the father of glory, the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the God of us, the God of our sons and daughters here now the God of our Lord Jesus Christ would impart where? To me, Carrie, to you, to everyone listening, would impart to you and I the riches. Isn't that such a neat word? The riches of what? The spirit, there's a spirit of wisdom and the spirit of revelation to do what? To know him, to know him through your deepening intimacy with him. That's powerful, the spirit of wisdom and the spirit of revelation to know him. That's the riches. That's the riches that we have in being bilocational of heaven, heaven living inside of us now. That's riches. And again, as we'll see, we're going to be talking about Solomon here, is, is, is the riches of wisdom and revelation, the peace that passes all understanding. Now, let's look at this other one. So now, the first prayer uh, was for the spirit of wisdom and for revelation. This next part is Paul speaking now. I pray that the light of God. So wait, where's the light coming from? And whose light is it? I pray that the light of God will do what? Illuminate the eyes, Carrie, that you and I and everybody listen, will illuminate my eyes of my imagination. Now look at this. That we, we read this in the beginning. Flooding me with light. So I'm flooded with light. We're going to be talking about Paul on the, on the road to Damascus. Saul on the road to Damascus is, is when that light was so brilliant. And when that light shines, so I pray that uh, the light of God will illuminate the eyes, the eyes of your imagination, flooding you with light and to experience what? So until we experience the full revelation of the hope of his calling, that is the wealth of God's glorious inheritances that he finds in us as holy ones. And this, gonna, this takes a little for you to, to, to see and to get here. And, our, and, and we are God's inheritances. I remember we did a teaching on this, Carrie, uh, a few months back. And, and, 
And I go, wow. And now to see this even bigger, that we are his inheritances. That's what he wants. We've always looked at inheritances of riches as we're inheriting his. Well, we are, but we are his inheritances. And we understand that we are his inheritances, then we're a part of that family. We're sons and daughters in the kingdom of God with the Father and everything the Father has, we have. And we start recognizing that when we get and understand that identity, and look at this, uh, the wealth of God's glorious inheritance that he finds where? In us, his holy ones. We've done teaching on the saints, his holy ones. We're saints, and some translations use the word saints. Because we can have a disbelief that I'm not safe, I'm not good enough, I'm, I'm a sinner. No, Jesus, his blood was shed for everybody. Redemption is for everybody, is for us receiving it. And so our disbelief, those lies that we believe about ourselves, or something that was spoken over us as little kids, or some, something we did, it's not about what we did, it's what Jesus Christ did in God's love through Jesus Christ bringing us the Holy Spirit. That's what this is about, the revelation, until you experience the full revelation. So we're dealing with wisdom, we're dealing with revelation, and the light of God illuminating our inner being here with the full revelation of what? His calling, his purpose. This is his purpose for our lives to recognize our identity that we have in the family, the glorious inheritances that we have. Now, here we go. He prays now again, and I pray that you will continually experience. So this is experience again, experience the full revelation, experience the immeasurable greatness of what? God's power, God's power, where? Made available, carry to you and I and everybody listening through faith. Oh, well, I guess if I was in a football stadium, I'd be standing up yelling right now. This is exciting stuff. I pray that you'll continually experience the immeasurable greatness of God's power made available to you now through faith. This isn't when you die. This is now. Experience the immeasurable greatness of God's power made available of you through faith. Look at this. Then your lives, our lives, will be an advertisement of this immense power as it works what? Through us, through you, through me. And this is the mighty power. So we have to recognize that there is power, there's an energia, there's a dunamis, there's an energia when we connect, when we connect, when I'm with a brother or sister, we connect. Carrie, when I met you, we connected. That was an energia. When the body of Christ, yes, we're all different. We're made in the image and likeness. We connect, that's the body, because the head is Jesus Christ. We're a part of the body of Christ. We're in this ecclesia. And what we're doing here through these podcasts, these teachings, is, is that we're a church. We're an ecclesia without walls. There's no walls here. There's no steeple. The word of God is driving. We're reading the word of God here and allowing the Holy Spirit in each one of us to, 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 to bring the revelation of God to us. Then your lives will be an advertisement of this immense power as it works through each one of us. 
This is the mighty power, look at this, that was released when God raised Christ from the dead and exalted him to the place of highest honor and supreme authority in the heavenly realm where we are. So the same power that raised Christ from the dead out of the grave and ascended into heaven is the same power that lives where? In us. Again, this is important. This, this is big. This is a big deal. This is the riches that we're talking about. This is the wisdom. This, we cannot get this through worldly teaching, through just the five senses of trying to work with our brain. It's going to come through the revelation of the wisdom of God and the light that shines in us to understand who we really are. Because so much teaching is just with, with, our, with the brain knowledge. And we can read the Bible and not get the real understanding and the wisdom that is coming through this. That God loves us in spite of our behavior. He loves us. He loves us. He loves us. And he died for us through Jesus Christ. And he's redeemed us. And this is the good news of, of the gospel. So here's a scripture uh, that we've taught on a little here, but, but it's one of these that I, I, I was teaching on, and I would ask this question in some of the classes that I do on in live classes. And, and, and the question here is, what is, uh, uh, what is has? What is has? And this is the, on the parable of, uh, of the talents. As you remember the parable of talents, the steward went away, and he gave one five talents, and he gave another one two talents, and he gave one one, the one that had five, uh, he put it to work and it, and it grew to 10. And the one that had two, uh, put it to work and it grew to four. And both of them got the same rewards and says, you've been faithful over a little, I'll put you in charge of more. So the question is with both of those is what, what, what is the reward for being a faithful steward? The reward is more responsibility. But the one that had one, he buried his, he did nothing with it. So here's, here's, what he said to the one that had the one. And we want, we want to look at it. His master replied, you wicked, lazy servant. So you knew that I harvest where I have not sown and gather where I've not scattered seed. Well, then you should have put, put my money on deposit with, with the bankers so that when I return, I would have received it back with interest. <laughs> now this is interesting. So he says, take it from the one that has one. And what does he do? Take the talent from the one that has one and give it to the one that has 10. Now, in our economy, <laughs> we can't think that way. You know, we're trying to always give to the one that has won, that's been lazy and wicked. But the one that has won, uh, we gave it to the one that had 10, that was faithful, that, that managed, that was responsible, and, and walked with integrity and, and transparency. And, and so the way our society would look at things, the one had uh, 10, one had four now and had one, we divided up and shared all equally. No, in God's economy, God is, is righteous. And, and, he, and he's saying, give it to the one that has done the most with it. So let's look at this. And here's the statement that I want us to look at. For everyone who has, everyone who has will be given more. And you'll have what? An abundance. Whoever does not have, even what he has, will be taken from him. Now, that scripture in classes I, I, I would teach, I said, what is the has here? And we get all kinds of answers. But one of the things we're going to realize is scripture interprets scripture. 
Scripture interprets Scripture. Old Testament, New Testament, it, they come together. For everyone who has will be given more, and he'll have an abundance. Whoever does not have, even what he has, we take it from it and throw that worthless servant outside into the darkness where there'll be weeping and gnashing of teeth. So the next scripture is, is, is where it starts now. Scripture interprets scriptures. We're going to see uh, what, what, this, what is the has. Uh, what is the has here? And this is in Matthew 13, verses 10 through 13 in the TPT. And we're going to look at it in another uh, version too. Then the dis now, now this is neat. See, then the disciples approach Jesus and ask. And then, and, then, and then we've all asked this as we read the word of God too. Then the disciples approach Jesus and they ask, why do you always speak to people in these hard to understand parables? Have you asked that question? Yeah, we've asked that, haven't we? And he explained, you've You've been given the, the intimate experience of insight in the hidden, the hidden mysteries of the realm of heaven's kingdom. We've been given that through the Holy Spirit living inside of us, but they have not. <laughs> they have not. For everyone, now here's what happens. So everyone who listens with an open heart, with that, that oh, I've got some people in our company right that I, it's just so exciting. They have an open heart to learn and to grow and, and to hear the word of God. It's so exciting. For everyone who listens with an open heart will what? Receive. Will receive progressively more revelation. Remember, that's what Paul prayed for, is wisdom and revelation. With an open heart, we'll see progressively more revelation until he has more than enough. But those who don't, now here it is, and this is in red. That's why I like the color code here for those who are able to watch this, is, is we got the green line, we got the red line, and, and this is written. Again, this is Jesus speaking. But those who don't listen with an open teachable heart, even the understanding that they think, that they think they have, will be taken from them. Because people, they think their opinion's the most important thing, but the truth is the word of God. That's why I teach the people using parables, because they think they're looking for truth, yet because their hearts are unteachable, they, they never discover they never discover, never discover truth. Although they will listen to me, they never fully perceive the message I speak. This is Jesus speaking. So let's look at this uh, same, same verses uh, in the Amplified and, and we'll start seeing some answers here because the question is, what is the has? What is the has? Then the disciples came to him and asked, why do you speak to the crowds in parables? Jesus replied to, him, to them. To you, it has been granted to know the mysteries. To you, that's us, the, the sons and daughters uh, in the kingdom of God, our Father. To know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. But, but to them it has not been granted. For whoever has, so here it is. And this is so neat when I saw this in the Amplified. For whoever has what? Spiritual wisdom, because he's receptive to God's word. Oh, is our heart, is our mind open to the teaching of God's word? Do we, are we seeking the wisdom and the revelation for whoever has spiritual wisdom because he's receptive to God's word? To him, more will be given and he'll be richly 
richly and abundantly supplied. But look at this. But whoever does not have what? Spiritual wisdom, because he has, she has, they have devalued, devalued God's word. My word's more important than God's word. My opinion's more important than what, what God's speaking. He's calling you. He's calling. He's on the phone calling you. No, I want to listen to what other man says. And I value man more than I value the creator. The spiritual wisdom, because he has devalued God's word. Even what he has will be taken away from him. This is the reason I speak to the crowds in parables, because while having the power of seeing, they do not see. While having the power of hearing, they do not hear, nor do they understand and grasp. Look at that, spiritual things. They're not picking up the phone. Now, let's look at Solomon. Solomon unlocked this kingdom principle. In, 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 in 2 Chronicles 1, verses 10 to 12, uh, he has asked the, the, the Lord, the Lord said, you can have anything you want. And he says, give me wisdom and knowledge. This is King Solomon. That I may lead this people for who is able to govern this great people of yours. God said to Solomon, since this is your heart, this is your inner being's desire, and you have not asked for it. See, because so many times what we're wanting is our measurement of our success of wealth and possessions and honor, and, 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 and we're against other people. So look at this. Since this is your heart's desire, you have not asked for wealth, possessions, or honor, nor the death of your enemies, and since you have not asked for a long life. And I love the buts here. I love the buts. But You've asked for wisdom and knowledge to govern my people over whom I have made us, you, king. Therefore, wisdom and, and knowledge will be given to you. Praise God. Praise God. What do we want? What do we want? We want wealth, possessions, honor, and, you know, and death to our enemies. No, we, we want to seek. And this is was the prayer that Paul was was telling to the Ephesians in, in, in the prayer of, of wisdom and revelation. And so, so he says, therefore, wisdom and knowledge will be given to you. I will also, look at this, I'll also give you, because you've asked for, I'll also give you wealth, possessions, and honor, such as no king who has ever before had, and none after you have. Whoa, that's a stand up and shout. Now, so that's the wisdom. Now, this next scripture, when I, I got this uh, several years ago, maybe 8, 10, 12 years ago, and this radically changed my life when I started reading, uh, reading the Bible through in a year, and I did it with the objective, ah, I'm, I'm a man, I'm going to read the Bible through. I was challenged by a group, group of men uh, to do that, and I did it. And then in reading it the second year, this is a scripture that really stood out to me. And this is Paul, again, writing here in, in Galatians 1, verses 11 and 12, and this is in, in that Passion Translation. Beloved ones, let me repeat emphatically that the gospel entrusted to me, to you, carried to all of us, was not given to me by any man. So again, this podcast, this teaching is not given to you by any man. This is in a Carrie and Glenn show. Here's what Paul's saying. No one taught me this revelation. No one taught me this revelation. <laughs> 
for it has, was given to me directly by the unveiling of Jesus Christ. This is, this is the unveiling through Jesus' redemption and, and ascension in heaven. The unveiling, the word of God became life. This is not man. This is the Holy Spirit unveiling to you the revelation of the Spirit of God living in you. This is the spiritual wisdom. This is the riches of wisdom and revelation coming to you. When I got that, I go, whoa, that was big to me. I might show this to you in another version. And this is the, in the AMPC, the Amplified Classic. For I want you to know, brethren, that the gospel which was proclaimed and made known by me is not man's gospel, a human invention according to, to or pattern after my human standard. For indeed, I did not receive it from man, nor was I taught it. But, but it came to me through a direct revelation given by Jesus Christ, the Messiah. And there's one thing that I just want to stress to you is meditate on the word of God. Get different translations. Sit down, read it, uh, and just chew on it. Uh, and, you know, not just five minutes, 10 minutes, an hour, two hours, three hours, wake up early and just have that desire uh, to know him. And this will become really the revelation that you start seeing. So here's, here's also a, another key scripture is so we are convinced that every detail, every detail uh, is continually woven together for good, for we are his lovers who have been called. So here's the calling here, called to fulfill his designed purpose. So here we are called and purpose. All these words are an important part of, of who we are. We're called, remember that phone call. We've been woven together for good, for we are his lovers, his lovers who have been called, who have picked up the phone, called to fulfill what? His design purpose, for he knew all about us. Now look at this. He knew all about us before we were born, and he destined us from the beginning to share the likeness of his son. With You've got to digest that. Those are words we have to digest. For he knew us before we were born, and he destined, he purposed us from the beginning to share the likeness of who? His son. This means the son is the oldest among the vast family of brothers and sisters who will become what? Just like him. We're just like Jesus. The incarnate life lives inside of us. The spirit, life, soul, body, the incarnate Christ, the Holy Spirit, God, the Father, God, the Son, God, the Holy Spirit, the divine nature of God is living in us. And he's already called us the holy ones, the saints that, that we've already read. Having determined, determined our destiny ahead of time, he called, there's the call, he called us to himself and transferred, look at this, look at this, his perfect righteousness to who? to everyone he called. So this call, this phone call, this calling is to everyone. Just not a couple of, it's not just to carrying Glenn, this is to everybody. He, having determined our destiny ahead of time, our purpose, he called us to himself and transferred his perfect righteousness he didn't say you have to work for it. You have to pray five times a day, 10 times a day. You have to give this, do that. You have to work in the church. You have to park cars. And he didn't say that. He, 
he transferred his perfect righteousness to everyone he called. And those who possess his perfect righteousness, what did he do? He co-glorified with his son. He co-glorified with his son. Oh, that's powerful. That's so powerful. So let's look at this light that Paul, so we've talked about uh, the, the calling, we've talked about uh, uh, wisdom, and we've talked about revelation. Let's look at the light. During those days, uh, now this is in Acts 9, 1 through 4, and again, this, this is so important to get this, because Saul, Saul, uh, here it is, Saul, Saul was full of anger. He was angry, threats, and rage, and he wanted to murder the disciples of the Lord Jesus. Now, we've got to picture that. Here's Saul, because uh, he was representing you know, the, the religious, the, the religious group. You know, and again, we can be, we as followers of Christ, we can be a threat to man's government. Because mm -hmm. we come from the kingdom of God, which is filled with love, the love and joy and peace and contentment. And that rules and reigns over the kingdom of darkness. And man wants to govern govern the, the world, but God's called his children to govern. So Saul, full of angry threats and rage, wanted to murder the disciples of the Lord. So he went to ask the high priest and requested a letter of authorization uh, he could, so he could take to the Jewish leaders in Damascus, requesting their cooperation in finding and arresting anyone who were followers of the way. That's us, the way. Saul wanted to capture all of them, all of the believers he found, both men and women, and drag them in as prisoners back to, to Jerusalem. So that was his goal. So he sat out on the road of Damascus and look at what happened. So he obtained the authorization and left for Damascus just outside the city. And then what happened? That brilliant light that brilliant light flashing from heaven suddenly exploded all around him. And those of us that have experienced that, 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 that love of Christ, that light that just shines and comes in into our lives, that brilliant light flashing, when we hear that voice of God, we go, oh, that's so different than anything we've ever heard. And the experience of that light flashing that's the beginning of that transformed life. Suddenly exploded all around him. Falling to the ground, he heard a booming voice say to him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And again, well, you've been disobedient. Here I am loving you. And again, I've redeemed you. I've, I've died for you. I rose again for you. I paid the price for you. I paid your mortgage off. I paid your debt mortgage, your sin mortgage off. And why are you persecuting me? Because I love you, Paul. I love you. And that's the voice that's speaking to each one of us. I love you. I love you. And so, and again, in John 1, we read, and this, this is the light again. This is the light. In the beginning, again, and we need to see this. This is John 1, 1. And this is John speaking. In, 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 in the beginning before all time, uh, excuse me, this is Jesus speaking. In the beginning, before all time, was the Word Christ, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God Himself. He was present originally with God. 
All things were made and came into existence through him. And without him was not even one thing that made that has come into being. So, so we, we need to get this. So this is like Genesis. And here we are now in the book of John. In the beginning for all time was what? The word. And again, the word was spoken, let there be light. And the word was Christ. And the word was with God. And the word was God himself. Jesus was God. And the word is God. And the word is implanted into each one of us. It was present originally with God. Look at this. All things, not some things. Some things were made uh, and came into existence. No, all things. All things were, were made and came into existence through him. And without him was not even one thing made that has come into being. All things were made. So in him was what? Life. In him was life. And the life was what? The light of men. So we're carrying the life, which is the light of man, the light of Christ, the word of God that became flesh. That's li we're li we've got that incarnate life living inside us. The light shines on the darkness. And again, see, Paul, <laughs> he was... He was after, he wanted to kill the Christians because they were carrying the light, you know, but all of a sudden he became the light and now he was shining on the darkness and the people didn't like that. Light, light chases out darkness. Darkness cannot survive with light and the light shines on the darkness for the darkness has never, look at that, has never overpowered it. It put it out or absorbed it or appropriated it and is unreceptive to it. So we, so we can't fall to the temptation of the darkness of the lack of knowledge and the ignorance that happens to our society when they don't realize their identity of who they are. And that's our job is to bring the light of Christ, the love of Christ, the redemption, and to help people know who they are in Christ. It's so, so important that we, we bring that message of the gospel. So let's go back and let's look at this the scripture that we reviewed and we talked about in the beginning, because this is so important. See, see, if we just grasp how this is all tied together again. And this is Ephesians 1, 17 through 20. And again, if I get excited because this is good stuff. If, uh, if we can stand up and shout at the football game or baseball game or, or whatever it is, uh, wow, the, this is shouting stuff here because we're reaching our purpose, our purpose. And this is Paul again, he's praying, I pray that the Father of glory, the God of our Lord Jesus Christ would impart to you the riches, the riches of the spirit of wisdom and the spirit of revelation to, to do what? To know him, to know God the Father, know God the Son, to know the Holy Spirit living in us. The spirit of wisdom, the riches of the spirit of wisdom and the spirit of revelation to know him through our, my deepening intimacy, time I spend with him and seeking him. Now he goes, so that was the prayer of wisdom and revelation to know him. Now I pray, I pray for us. He's praying for us that the light, God's light, the light of God will illuminate my inner being with the imagination, the flooding, the flooding, flooding us with the light until we experience the full revelation of the hope of his calling. And that calling is our salvation, our redeemed life, our new creation life that we have now. The full revelation of who we are. That is, that is 
That is, and here it comes, the wealth of God's glorious inheritances, of God's glorious inheritances that he finds in us, his saints, his holy ones. So there's three parts of the prayer. I pray for, for the wisdom and revelation to know him. I pray for the light of God, the full revelation to know the calling. And now we have the third here, that you will continually experience the immeasurable greatness of God's power may manifest to you now through faith. Then your lives will be, an, I love this, will be a billboard of his immense power as it works through us, you and I. This is the mighty power. This is the same mighty power that, is, that was released when God raised Christ from the dead and exalted him to a place of highest power and supreme authority in the heavenly realms. And that's now. That's now, brothers and sisters. And you know that you, this scripture I've just, just done over and over and over, and I just want to speak it over again too, because this is Colossians 3, verses 1 to 4, and how all this just ties together. together. And Carrie and I talk about this so much, how, how these teachings are just tied from Genesis to Revelation, and it's just tying our identity together of who we are. And I just love this, and I speak this every day over my own life, is Christ's resurrection is my resurrection, is your resurrection too. This is why I yearn, we yearn for all that is from above, for that's where Christ sits enthroned at the place of all power, honor, and authority. And guess who's sitting there with him? We are, we're in Christ. So yes, I feast. We feast on all the treasures of the heavenly realm, and I fill my thoughts with heavenly realities, not with the distractions of the natural realm. My, your crucifixion, your cruci my crucifixion with Christ has severed the tie to this life. And now my true life is hidden away in Christ Jesus. And as Christ himself, I love this, as Christ himself is seen for who he really is, who I really am will also be revealed. For I am now one with him in his glory. And this, this ties all of this together. Everything is just tied together like a bow. And we've learned and, and taught on our calling, picking up the call, the wisdom of God, the revelation of God, the light of God, the power of God, and the glory of God that's living inside of us. Uh, wow. This is fun stuff as we dig into his word. Yeah, Glenn, you know, and th this is so true because it's really the uh, the theme of everything that you do in the book, uh, fraud, what God has to say about the tactics of the enemy is you're busy, you know, like you say, putting the fraud extinguisher on the, on the tactics of the enemy and how he tries to uh, position you and have you see yourself uh, in a certain way, which is not at all what the Bible says about who you are. And that's why that one in Christ message uh, is such a great tool and why we always make it available uh, as, as a PDF download so that you can, uh, you know, maybe uh, uh, get it, download it, print it out, maybe put it next to where, you know, someplace you're going to see it and remind yourself of, of this. And the same goes uh, with the Believer's De Declaration of Legal Rights which we close each broadcast with, Glenn, because this is how God sees us. And so, so, you know, it's one thing for God to see us that way, 
but for us to really get the full power, just as you were talking about, the wisdom, the power of God, everything, the light of God, all those things come when we accept who God says we are. And that's why it's one thing for God to view us that way, but we release a whole different level of power when we understand that and appropriate that for ourselves, Glenn. Amen. Amen. And that's why I really suggest that uh, uh, you listen to this uh, and hopefully get it where you can look at the scriptures. You look right. up the scriptures also and go through this one, two, three, four, listen to it four or five times and just digest it and then take the scriptures there, the Ephesian scriptures and just just uh, and look at different translations and ask the questions. I love asking the questions. What's this mean? What's this word mean? And and then don't you know scripture interprets scripture? And you're gonna find, oh wow, that's what it is. And right out of the margin of the Bible, and this is why uh, we we color code stuff here: green and red, and we do yellow, and, and that may be distracting to some people. But I found that that's that's also a teachable type of moment uh, that we can see these words. And, and I really encourage you to, to, to take the words and personalize them. Put yourself in like Paul speaking directly to you. And Jesus is speaking directly to you. And the Holy Spirit just comes alive to you. Yeah. You know, Glenn, as, as you're saying that, you know, I just had this Im impression that, you know, we have like a limited amount of uh, capacity in, in every day. And so the question is, what is going to occupy your mind and your and the things that you you meditate and and think about each day? And so a lot of times the the pressures of a day or things like that will cause us to get into really what we would call that red line living, where you're just reacting to a lot of stuff. And yet the reality, Glenn, of what you're trying to have us understand in the kingdom living world is that when we're filling and occupying our time, our mind with the with the word of God. And that's what we keep saying. It's not an opinion show. We're literally just reading scripture. And and uh, so so that's what makes this so powerful. And again, viewer or listener, if you're new to this uh, whole thing, maybe this is the first time that you've been involved in one of the Kingdom Living podcasts, or maybe somebody turned you on to it. Uh, we get, we get, um, we get uh, feedback all the time from people who are viewing this saying, this is great. I want to share this out with my friends. We encourage you to do that. Uh, that's the whole way of expanding the gospel is just uh, sharing these messages. You can like us on Facebook. You can uh, subscribe on YouTube. Those are great visual ways to do it. You can find all these resources at therepleminute.com. But be sure that you appropriate this for yourself and those you love and care about. And let's all be together about kingdom living. And uh, Glenn, in a moment, I'm going to ask you to pray over everyone within the sound of our voice. Uh, and, and it's just, I just want to, again, encourage you, if you're new to this, there are so many wonderful messages that you can go back and take a look at. Glenn mentioned earlier in the broadcast, there's actually two very good teachings that really dig into that green line, red line living uh, that you really want to appropriate. It's actually uh, very early on in the series. You know, this we're up in the uh, in the high 70s in terms of number of Kingdom Living podcasts. We're actually talking about uh, number six and number seven. And you 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 can find all of these resources at thereplementit.com. You can find them on YouTube. You can get them on Facebook. But please get them and and let's go forward to reach your purpose in Kingdom Living, Glenn. Exactly. Reach your purpose. Amen. Amen. So. Uh, 
the believer's declaration of these are our legal rights. These are our legal rights that we have. Uh, and I, and again, uh, as uh, it's so important, I, I get more benefit out of this than anybody because I'm the one speaking and reading the word. So as I speak it, guess what it does? It gets inside of me too. So I just thank you. And, and one of the things I like to do is I speak scripture over me when I'm exercising. I'm, I'll be outside and I'm, I'm just speaking it. And so so with that, it's it's important that we speak these words because it, it just resonates inside of us. And so we're going to speak this over you. And those that are watching, read it with me. I'm a special race as a child of God, as a citizen in the kingdom of God, in the body of Christ, in a kingdom of priests. I belong to the family of God. Uh, I, I can enter into God's presence boldly now. I have been recreated into God's image and likeness of what? Love. I manifest and experience heaven on earth now with righteousness, peace, and joy. I am restored, redeemed, and recreated back with God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit living in me now. I have the word of God dwelling in me. I have the, I have the crown of righteousness on my head and wear the garment of praise, which is the robe of righteousness. I have the legal rights and privileges to use the name of Jesus. I have legal authority as a believer over the principalities and powers and rulers of the kingdom of darkness. I have, through the Holy Spirit living in me, the resurrection power to cast out demons and to lay hands on the sick, and they are healed. And one of the things in the back of the book that's really important, I keep building on this too, that when we do a new edition, when we add more of these, is uh, probably out of another 25 of these, but there's like five pages of just I am's. Uh, and and it's, it's really important that we understand uh, our, who we are, the I am's, and just write down your I am's. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I am a son or daughter of God. I am a king's child. I am a king and priest here on earth now. And, I, you know, and just know the I am's that we've got. So let's go before the Lord and just thank him and praise him. Father, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you that your word does not return void. Father, we thank you. We thank you that we've got internet. We have social media that, that, that can go out there and speak. And, and, and the cost and the effectiveness is, is, is so great. And Father, your word, your word is great. And Father, we pray for healing, healing of marriages, the healing of relationships, the restoration, the forgiveness of, that goes on in people's lives, that they are healed now with ever, whatever pain or soul wound that they're going through by the blood of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, they are healed now. We thank you. We thank you for that, Lord. And Father, we just thank you that, Father, that the hunger and thirst for your righteousness to know you is growing all over the earth. And sons and daughters are realizing their position to manifest this earth now for your king to bring your heaven to earth to live inside of them now. We, we praise you. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And uh, wow, you know, uh, as as you were praying that, I was literally visualizing uh, people all throughout the world being touched by this, because this is, in fact, a global ministry, Glenn. When we look at the, uh, you know, that's, that's one of the fun things when you mentioned about, uh, thank God for the internet, because we really have the ability to see where people are tuning in from all over the world, and, and we just want to thank you for finding the REPL Minute and sharing it with those in your circle so that we can continue to collectively reach our purpose, which is kingdom living. 
And uh, thank you, Glenn, for another great teaching. And we'll look forward to seeing you the next time we visit on the REPL Minute for Kingdom Living. We'll see you again soon. God bless you.